This information is subject to a disclaimer at the end of this podcast. Please ensure that you listen to the disclaimer and go to www.ubs.com for further information about UBS. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Helen Brands, and I'm the Deputy Head of European Research at UBS. I'd like to welcome you to our International Women's Day podcast 2022 to celebrate everything about women um, and hopefully you'll have some interesting new perspectives and thoughts to take away. We'll hear from both the male and female perspective and joining me is Gotham who's our Deputy Head of Asia Research as well as Christine who covers Chinese consumer research um, out of Asia as well. Really looking forward to having the international thoughts today Um, and you know we're going to start with a question around what International Women's Day means to us. I'll kick off on this. I see International Women's Day as a way for everyone to celebrate the successes of women and for us to talk about some great female role models. However, it also gives a powerful platform to highlight that we still have much to do in terms of progress for women. So just to quote a few stats from Together Band here, At our current rate, it will take us 100 years to achieve equal pay between men and women globally. 181 million girls and young women aren't in education, employment or training. And would you believe that the character of the Joker has won more Oscars than the whole of womankind ever has for directing? So clearly uh, lots of important topics to get through today. But first of all, I I wanted to turn to Christine um, and ask, what does International Women's Day mean to you? Thank you, Helen. So I think, as you just mentioned, I think um, International Women's Day uh, is really providing uh, women occasion uh, to celebrate equal uh, rights we have been fighting for over the last 100 years. So as a Chinese woman, um, when I was a kid, I was always told by my parents, a girl was bought as equal uh, as men. Uh, and if you look at what happened in, in China in the last uh, uh, 10 to 20 years in terms of the um, uh, success uh, and also uh, the rights women have been uh, given, and I'm, I'm very proud to say that nowadays, uh, in terms of the education standards, the income levels women have enjoyed, uh, we are not really uh, in any occasion, um, less uh, than uh, uh, what men uh, has been given. Uh, so I think this is really uh, a great day for us to celebrate uh, the success um, we, we have achieved. Thanks, Christine. And, and yes, agreed, having spent quite a lot of time in, in China um, over the last, well, not last few years, but prior to that, um, yeah, I think there's that's really exciting in terms of the opportunities for women, and I, and I think hopefully the same in the UK at the moment. Um, Gautam, we've got the male perspective on the line, which is, is fantastic to have. What does being an ally truly mean, do you think, from a male perspective? An interesting one, Helen. Uh, look, however well-educated and aware one is, being an ally to me starts with being a good listener. One has to be open-minded and also prepared to be basically out of a comfort zone. Uh, and to me, being an ally also means being more proactive in engaging, be proactively and truly inclusive. Uh, look, be seen as an ally is critical and definitely don't be a bystander. 
And the last thing I'd say for, from being an ally uh, is one is a true ally if it's across all spheres of our daily lives. So not just at work, but at home or even outside while taking, say, public transport. Super, thanks. And, and Christine, you talked a lot about the progress that China's seen and, and how exciting it is to be a woman in China. But what progress have you personally seen on gender equality in your life and work? Thank you, Helen. So um, as an analyst who has been working in the banking industry in the last um, you know, 17 years, um, I think when it comes to gender equality, uh, I think um, the investment banking industry has making tremendous efforts uh, to make it uh, realized um, and to share with you some of my personal experiences, um, I think women have been given a lot of opportunities uh, to step up in, in a workplace, especially uh, in terms of uh, leadership. Uh, and as a result of that, we are seeing more uh, female uh, leaders uh, stepping up uh, and take on more responsibilities. Uh, in terms of the gender equality, uh, in my life, uh, I think um, one thing I can also share with you is that I think men have started to realize that uh, as a husband um, and father, they are uh, sharing more responsibilities in terms of taking care of the family. Uh, I think that's clearly uh, a benefit uh, for uh, for women uh, because uh, when this happens, um, this can help women uh, realize their uh, own uh, career ambition. Yeah, I would completely agree with that. I think my, my husband is definitely a feminist, so that definitely helps matters um, for sure. Um, and you talked about the progress, which is great, but have you faced any barriers in your career due to being a woman? And if, if you did, how did you overcome those barriers? I think that the biggest uh, barrier uh, in my career due to being a woman uh, is um, probably um, the time when I... Um, when I was um, pregnant, uh, to share with you, Helen, I'm a mother of uh, two uh, children. Um, so I think um, the the barrier I, I experienced um, was the time uh, when I was um, uh, pregnant. So one, on one hand, uh, I need to uh, take care of my myself. Well, on the other hand, uh, I also need to take care of uh, my job, especially I remember the time when I was um um, uh, pregnant with my first uh, uh, child, I was experiencing a very difficult uh, period uh, because at that time, um, you know, um, Lehman Brothers uh, was going through a bankruptcy uh, stage. Um, uh, and uh, I think that's probably the biggest uh, uh, challenge I, I had. But uh, I'm very glad uh, I had support with um, my manager who can help me balance my life. Uh, and work, and also I got support uh, from the family. Um, so I think the biggest lesson I have learned from this experience was that uh, you need to um, really, really share your uh, feelings um, with people who care about you, who work with you, and uh, also ask for help. Uh, I think as a woman, sometimes uh, we are afraid of sharing our feelings. Um, we are uh, and uh, and I think uh, sharing uh, our feelings uh, shouldn't be uh, something we feel uh, shamed about. Uh, asking for help uh, is also something we, we need to do. Uh, so I think that's uh, really uh, some experience I can share with you, Helen.
Yeah, that's super interesting, Christine. I actually, I mean, I'm pregnant actually at the moment, so uh, I can definitely uh, empathise with that, and I completely agree. My line manager is extremely supportive, but I think communication is is really, really important. Helen, so what's the most important message you want to send out to young women thinking about their careers? Well, as I said, I think I completely agree with your communication point and and bringing kind of your authentic self to work. But I think outside of that, I would also say have confidence in yourself and take ownership of your own career. Um, I think many women, and and I've suffered from this myself, um, have imposter syndrome. Um, And I would love to see more young women having confidence to take on new challenges in their own career. Uh, I would also just add perhaps you know, don't underestimate the power of mentors. Um, I've got an amazing former line manager um, who I still always ask for advice from. And so having those strong mentors is really, really important. Well, this has been a really thoughtful and effective discussion. But before we officially end, I thought we could close out with a fun speed round question. And that question is, if you could have dinner with three inspirational women, dead or alive, who would they be? and why. So I'll go first. I should probably include my mum who sadly passed away seven years ago, but we had many dinners together um, and I'd worry that other esteemed guests wouldn't really be able to get a word in edgeways. So three other inspirational women for me would be Cheryl Sandberg, Michelle Obama, and my sister-in-law Zoe McKenzie, aka actively autoimmune on Instagram for those of you that want to look her up. I love Sheryl Sandberg's Lean In book and philosophy that goes with that, but also her openness, especially after her husband passed away, really stuck with me. Michelle Obama would have many fascinating stories around a dinner table from her time in the White House as well as before. And I really enjoyed her podcast last year, and I think she'd be able to get on with anyone around a dinner table and be a fascinating guest. Last but not least, my sister-in-law. So she lives in Australia, and I don't get to have many dinners with her. But despite having chronic health issues herself, which she has had to have the strength to overcome on a daily basis, she's also set up an online physio and personal training business to help those in a similar position to her enjoy movement. Um, She's got 30,000 Instagram followers, and she's a support to them every day and gets multiple messages on on how she's helped people Um, and so much so that she's been now commissioned to write a book uh, on how to uh, exercise with chronic health issues and enjoy movement. So that's mine. Uh, Christine, who are your top three guests? Uh, Thank you, Helen. Um, So if I can choose uh, three women uh, that I would like to have dinner with, uh, unfortunately, they are all dead, but uh, if I have the chance to pick, I will uh, pick three women, uh, two are from China. One is um, uh, very famous, uh, is um, Princess Diana. Um, you know, I just watched uh, the, the movie about uh, her most difficult time um, when, he, when she just experienced a very challenging period and, and, and she decided to change um, her, her marriage uh, with um uh, with 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 the prince, so I think her story really inspired me because uh, she made me realize the women has really the power to change. Uh, even then, everybody is not um, agreeing with her, but she still has the power to change. 
Um, so I think Princess uh, Diana's story really inspired me. Um, and also have two um, Chinese women that I would like to have dinner with. One uh, is uh, the first uh, um, emperor, female emperor in, in history. Uh, her name is um, Wu Zetian. So she basically was the first emperor, female emperor uh, in China's history. She has already been passed away for um, almost uh, uh, 1,300 years ago. But uh, when I was a girl, um, she was always considered as a role model for me because uh, she really taught me that as a woman, you can be very powerful. Um, even when her age was completely dominated uh, by males, at that time, uh, women in, in, uh, in history was not really given rights to receive education, but she became the emperor. So I think that's uh, the second woman I want to have dinner with. The last one uh, is also uh, very famous. Uh, her name is uh, Li Qingzhao. Uh, you know, she was a very famous uh, poet uh, in, in China's um, uh, history. Uh, she came from the uh, Song uh, dynasty uh, and she, she also have already passed away for uh, a thousand years ago, but uh, her lifetime was full of challenges. Um, you know, she lost her beloved husband when she was only 30 years old, but she wrote so many beautiful uh, stories um, to share uh, with um, the good things about her life and her courage uh, to carry on with life, even though uh, she was alone uh, in a very challenging period. I think her spirit really um, um, encouraged me uh, as a woman. Um, so that's the three women I want to have dinner with, uh, even though they are all uh, passed away. So if I can, um, you know, ask uh, Gutam the, the same question. So Gutam, what are the three women uh, you would like to have dinner with um, uh, if you have the chance? Sure, Christine. Uh, apart from all of you inspirational women colleagues on this podcast, uh, the first one I can think of uh, is my grandmom. Uh, she raised my father from the age of a toddler as a single mother in a highly conservative society in a small town in India. Of course, I miss her. I uh, would so love to have uh, dinner with her if possible. Uh, the second one I'd say is Indira Gandhi. Uh, for those of you who don't know, she was the Prime Minister of India for 15 plus years in the 1970s and 80s. And she really stood out in a male monopolized world of Indian politics and even global geopolitics. Uh, so she's been a real inspiration for all of us growing up in India at that time. And finally, uh, I'm a movie, movie buff. Uh, so I would love to uh, highlight Fogarth Sisters. Uh, it's, it's from a movie called Dangal, a Bollywood movie, a biography of two sisters who literally wrestled their way into the sport of wrestling. Uh, till then, supposedly a man's sport in India. Uh, of course, they had a true ally uh, in, in their father. So I'd highlight these three. Uh, would love to uh, get an opportunity, uh, even though two of them are dead. Thanks both for those fascinating answers on dinner guests. Uh, definitely given me something to go away and read about um, and people I haven't heard about before. And thank you to both of you as well for participating today. Um, I really think that we got into some very interesting topics and some interesting advice, and hopefully that helped our listeners too. So thanks to our listeners for tuning in, and I hope you all enjoy celebrating International Women's Day 2022.
This content has been prepared by UBSAG, its subsidiaries, and or affiliates, and is purely informational in nature. It is not investment research and does not contain an investment recommendation nor investment or professional advice. It is not an offer or solicitation to engage in any investment activity, and you should seek your own financial, tax, and legal advice before engaging in any such activity. UBS has no responsibility to you in relation to this content and has no regard to your personal circumstances or investment objectives, and receiving it does not imply any form of client relationship with UBS for any legal, regulatory, or tax purpose. This content is not intended for distribution into any jurisdiction where to do so would be contrary to law or regulation. UBS does not accept any liability over the content of such material or reliance upon any information contained herein. The views and opinions expressed by any guest speaker or third party are not those of UBS. Accordingly, UBS does not accept any liability over any such views and opinions expressed by such persons. This content is the valuable intellectual property of UBS, and UBS specifically prohibits the redistribution of it in whole or in part without its prior written permission. Copyright UBS 2022. The key symbol and UBS are among the registered and unregistered trademarks of UBS. All rights reserved.